Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HRS in the building. Me and Boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's a logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the My Five Cents Podcast. Let me go ahead and introduce the cast of characters to my left. I got HLS. Habitual line stepper in the building. What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? (laughs) Chilling, chilling. Ready to slay it once again. Oh, yeah, you know, another episode, another location. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And to my bottom, I got the logical genius. What's up, everybody? The logical one is back. I am ready for another episode. And welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the My Five Cents Podcast, the family debate show where we take in perspectives and use the art of persuasion to just create this beautiful blend of just podcastry. I just made up that word. Oh, How y'all feeling this I week? think so. I think that so. might be legit. It might be legit. That, that might be legit. Yeah. You know, y'all talking about that stand in the dictionary, podcastry, ask about me. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing this week, fellas? Good, man. Another, another emotional topic for today, man. Emotional. Yeah. I'm Yo, very, very I'm in my emotional. bag. I'm not going to lie. I was in my bag. There are some songs out there that hit. They really, really hit. And it pulls on the heartstrings. Yeah. Once again, the My Five Cents podcast, we defy our own rules. And we're going with the topic of top breakup songs of all time. This is how we're celebrating post-Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yo, so here's the thing, right? Valentine's Day is great. A lot of people are in love and happy and all that other good stuff. But let's be honest, a lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people didn't get what they want for Valentine's Day. This happened, that happened. And people are breaking up. So we're here to celebrate, if you want to say that word, those those ending of relationships. They don't belong together. They don't belong together. So you have to celebrate the end. (laughs) Yes. So this episode is for you. And to help us bring that in is our guest who is a rising star in the hip-hop and R&B world, making waves as both an artist and actress. Hailing from the South, our guest's love for music began at a young age, and she has consistently pursued her passions with determination and talent. She has already achieved notable milestones in her career, including performing at the legendary Apollo Theater, and singing the national anthem at an NFL game while she was in high school. As a signed artist with Red Room Records, an independent label based in Virginia Beach, Virginia, our guest is poised to make a big impact on the music scene. Keep an eye on this multifaceted artist as she continues to rise up to the top. Please welcome to the My Five Cents podcast, Kira Shante. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, Kira? Hey, yeah, thank you. What's going thank on? You. How y'all feeling? Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Happy to start- be here. Yes. Let me start you off with the icebreaker. Kira, <laughs> okay. what is your superpower and how has it assisted you in your journey? 
Oh, wow. My superpower. I, I feel like my superpower is just being authentically myself without fear of anything. Like nothing fears me of just being myself. You can get so far with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in the music industry, do you find it difficult to be authentically you? especially with whatever trend might be happening out there in the world. Do you feel it to be difficult to be authentically you? No, I don't think so. I mean, people create trends. Some people follow them. Um, I think it's all about having fun and just making things yours, like making it personal. Um, that way it just doesn't seem like it's just the same thing as everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Well, the many talents, right, with acting and singing, kind of piggyback off what, what Juve said, being authentically yourself. Do you feel like because you sing R&B, you have to fit a certain mold, right? You have to like represent yourself a certain way, sing song a certain way. How does that tie into to being who you are, but still staying true to the art form? Um, I feel like you can only be true to your art form is if mm -hmm. you are true to yourself. Um, and then I also feel like at one point in time, I feel like there was a mold that you had to fit into, but... Nowadays, I mean, the spectrum for R&B music is so broad and you have so many different walks of life creating R&B music. So I don't feel like I have to fit into any mold. I feel like it's easy to just be who I am. Yeah. And actually, what to follow up on that, because we, we've had conversations or debates in this show in the past about like episode with Donnie Klang, you know, and, and the topic was R&B you know, um, super group, fantasy group, female R&B fantasy group. And we're HLS had this this group that had artists from other quote unquote genres, genres yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a debate on whether or not, would well, you consider this person R&B or not? Do you think these labels now, like R&B, uh, hip hop, pop, country, whatever, do you think it's relevant nowadays? I really feel like... <clears throat> I feel like you create the genre with how it makes you feel. You know what I mean? Like if you listen to a really good love song or breakup song, for instance, and you just feel that that is the, the rhythm and the blues, you know what I mean? Then that's what it is. But if you listen to it and receive it in a different, I think it's just about how you receive it. Like, I don't really know how to explain that, but I feel like it's how you receive it. Um, what genre it really is. I mean, you're going to have people that are going to identify as however they feel like it or put people, people are always put into a bubble. Yeah. Can, can a rapper be uh, a pop star? Yes. Yeah. Why do you I, ask that? I, no, I asked that because I felt like we had that debate uh, on another episode. I'm trying to remember which one uh, that, that certain people kind of transcended their original genre and became so popular because pop pop music is just popular music, right? That's that's what it stands for, right? If you kind of trans like Drake, I would say is a pop star. I wouldn't just he's put him in a rap category. A pop star. Right? Like, yeah, he transcended his original genre, so to speak, and became this international behemoth. And now I would say <laughs> he's a pop star. I wonder if if this is done more so on the label standpoint, where where they're doing it so that you can kind of win in certain categories, right? Like when it comes to awards and, and, and Grammys and stuff like that. Because if there were no categories, it's everyone versus everybody. Do you have any insight on that, Kira? Like in terms of 
labels on your end for for well for me personally um like take um chris brown for instance when he came out he was singing r&b music Mm -hmm. then he started rapping everybody's like oh he's a rapper now um but he's one of the biggest pop artists in the whole world right now you know what i mean so like period i'm not gonna say right now just period um but he makes R&B music. So, yeah, that should be categorized or, you know, not- recognized in this category of music. Or he does make rap music um, like the song he did with um, Look At Me Now. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yes, they they some of the songs are categorized as whatever genre, but the artists themselves are they shouldn't be, you know, just limited to that one thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's so subjective, right? Music in itself is just so super subjective where like in terms of the artistry and the fan, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of what you make it. Yeah. So Carol, let me ask you this. You, you performed in front of, in, in front of crowds before. What was it like performing at the Apollo theater? How was that? How was that experience? Cause it could be, you know, you've, you've seen videos online and YouTube videos of how the crowd can be unruly. Or they can support oh, the hell out of you, right? Depending Ooh, yes. on how you, they'll, they'll let you know, like they'll keep it real. So I think I was like 14 or 15 actually. Wow. And um they put me in the adult category. I was not wow. expecting that. I was like, oh, this is gonna be easy. Like <laughs> 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 but I was afraid because the woman who went up before me, she did poetry and they blew her down. And like we were talking a lot in the backstage um backstage area. Um First off, first off, just being in there was amazing because what? Do you know how many legends touched that stage and I got to touch mm-hmm. that stage and the tree and all of that? Like, that was amazing, just the feeling. But I didn't get booed Praise <laughs> because I was terrified. And I was a little under the weather that weekend, too, which usually happens right before I have a performance. And I sang Through the Rain by Mariah Carey and whew, I made it. I didn't win. But I made it. Nobody booed me. I made it all the way to the end because I did not want to see the Sandman. <laughs> Man, you're like the second guest who has mentioned someone else getting booed off of that stage. Ooh, there. <laughs> right before me, I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's tough to see <laughs> at, at 14 years old." And and yes. from your perspective, you were like, "Oh my gosh, she was so good!" And all of a sudden, boo! Like, wait, what? They're <laughs> booing that, and I thought it was good. No. I was like, man. It, it it does look way smaller in person than mm-hmm. it does yeah. on TV. Because growing up, I was like, wow. Then when I got in there, I was like, what? <laughs> <That's it? laughs> yeah. So you've been in high pressure moments. I see that you performed uh, the national anthem at an NFL game. Now, yeah. how stressful is it to remember the words? Because so often we see people bumble up the words on it. So often. Um, well, back then I was singing at a lot of like school sports games and things like that. So if I had stumbled across the words, that would have been crazy. But I was like outside of myself when that whole, that was a whole different type of experience to have. Like, listen, there was, there was a lot of people there (laughs) and like, I saw myself on the. The jumbotron? Yes. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty still, cool. Did they have like the jets flying over afterward? Did they do any of that stuff? Because usually they had the whole like um, the color guard and all that oh, stuff out there. You know, wow. they presented the color. It was really, it was dope. I never, 
you watch the football game, but you don't see the beginning or, you know, the in between. People don't watch it. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. So it was just, you know, being down on the field is huge. I felt like an ant. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Memories. So you as an independent artist uh, for Red Room Records, what is the next step for you? What is the next level of your evolution? <laughs> Oh, the evolution is happening right now. Like, is this an exclusive? I have, yeah, do tell. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going into my second year with Reverend Records. Um, they have become a family to me. I'm not from Virginia, so um, like my development as an artist has has been amazing. Um. I appreciate all the feedback I've gotten from people about it who seen me perform, you know, when I first got to Virginia in 2019, um, compared to now, like it's, it's a whole nother level and it's just, it's getting crazier and crazier, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, this is a, this year is going to be something else. I don't really want to, it's going to be big. Hey, for follow her on team. IG and, and get the announcement, people. Yeah, we can't yeah. wait to see it. The whole team is is stepping real crazy already. So, yeah. Good, good. That's dope. So being an independent artist, I know that it comes with its challenges. How do you, as an artist, get over the barriers and some of the heartache that you may get as you're evolving? Um just trying to make sense of it for real for real because i mean it can get very frustrating but it's all necessary so you know while you're going through it you're not like oh this is necessary you're like why is this happening but you know you do have to sit down and and think about why it's happening and you know think about what you're preparing yourself for and what the the universe is preparing you for and why it's going to be tough sometimes and easy other times um so, I mean, just, I think that my skin is a little bit thicker than it would have been had I not like grown up doing this um, and, and getting turned away and hearing all the no's and stuff like that. I don't feel, I feel like I'm at this point, I'm unstoppable. Okay. Well, it's time to prepare you for what the universe has for you next. So we'll see how unstoppable you are in the next segment. So Logical Genius, go ahead and explain the next segment to our guest. All right, Kara. We, we've established your credibility with the audience. So what we're going to do next is each of us, HLS, Social Juve, and myself, will give you our five cents, our top five best breakup songs of okay. all time. All time. All time. You, being our guest, is now the judge, and you have to decide which one of us has the best list. You're going to let us know who's in third place because we have to laugh at the loser. Absolutely. We don't give a we don't give a damn about second place. Not because at all. Mister Irrelevant is second place, and we want to know who has the number one list. Numero uno. Okay. Champion. And HLS, please explain to our lovely guest what is the criteria for judging. So, Kira, we kind of touched upon it a little bit before where, like, as an individual, you don't have to fit inside a box, right? As right. an artist, you don't have to fit. Same thing here. There is no box to fit in. There's no criteria. Not a Whatever 
you decide is up. You might like the fact that I might sing my list. And that's why you choose me as number one. Oh, my gosh. What you're going to hate is it's actually going to be the worst version of HLS, which is spoken word okay. HLS. That's why that's why I was dreading. I was dreading this episode because spoke, what? when we do these singing, these music we get spoken word HLS. Hate it's such a FCC emails us and says, "Yo, don't have it anymore." Like they, that, they don't even care about the cursing at that point. They're like, "Just such don't a have hate, it. haters." <laughs> Just remember that booing sound. sound. Just oh, remember that no. booing sound from the Apollo Theater. You might get a rematch. <laughs> yeah. okay. And just be I glad, you know, you were saying I, you were having technical issues. I couldn't hear him earlier before we started taping. <laughs> be glad that you can't really hear him now. So be be appreciative. Oh. Of that. <laughs> haters, oh, no. the hate is so real with you guys. <laughs> But honestly, it is completely up to you, whatever the criteria is. But you have to decide. Your first decision is you get to decide who goes first. Oh, man. Oh, okay. All right. Pick a number one through 20. I pick seven. 11. Eight. The number was 13. So, so, Joe. I go first. Go first. All right. In the building. Oh my goodness. This one right here. Oh man. Yeah. It, was <laughs> yeah, it was a list that started off with 50. As I know a thing or two about heartbreak. But when it comes to heartbreak, it's not about numbers. It's about a story. And as a storyteller of this podcast, I'm going to give you my five cent story on the top breakup songs. This guy and his stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At number five, in order to have a breakup story, you gotta break up. And the top breakup song is I Will Always Love You. And I'm gonna go with the Whitney Houston version because people think it's all cute and sweet because all you keep hearing is those powerful ballad that voice that power voice talk about i will always love you but if you listen to the words she starts off with if i should stay i would only be in your way this is like the ultimate cliche right it's it's not you it's me that's where whitney took it to verse two bittersweet memories that is all I'm taking with me. So goodbye. And and, and, the, and you can see the guy wanted to say something and she gives the high pitch, please don't cry. <laughs> we both know I'm not what you need. Ah, oh, that is number five. You have the husband. Oh, he was about to talk. Please don't cry. Just remember that. <laughs> At number four, because we were broken up in such a vicious way. We are now in the denial phase. And that is End of the Road by Boyz II Men. And I'm gonna sing for you. There is a part of it where it goes, girl, I'm here for you. All those times at night when you just hurt me and just ran out with that other fella, baby, I knew about it. I just didn't care. You just don't understand how much I love you, do you? I'm here for you. Mm. End of the road. Is Michael McCary? We're back. End of, Not the. End of, mm. Mm. 
<laughs> it's a theme. It's a theme with social truth. I'm, t- I'm telling you, now we're in denial. At the end of the road, they're going to McDonald's. So that's what the end of the road takes. We're going to make bundle. We're going to make bundle up. So after you've been through the denial phase, you are now angry. You're in the angry phase. And there's nothing more angry than Alanis Morissette. You ought to know that I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. And then as the band kicks in, her energy rises with it. She talks about going down on him in a theater. She is upset. I went down on you in the theater with the popcorn all stale. And you left me. Yeah, and you left me. And then, of course, I think the best line is it, does she know how you told me you'd hold me until you died? Until you died, but you're still alive, and I'm here. That, number three. Number two, when it comes to breaking up, yeah, you went through all of these things, but then there's the relapse. Yep, you end up going back. And I got X Factor from Lauren Hill. No matter how I think we grow, you always seem to let me know it ain't working. It ain't working. And when I try to walk away, you'd hurt yourself to make me stay. This is crazy. That's the relapse. And then at number one, you finally have relief. You finally got over it. And that is Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. It is the ultimate roll the windows down, let that wind, and you just you just sing, scream at the top of your lungs. Since you've been gone, how can I put it? You put me on. I even fell for that stupid love song. Yeah, yeah, since you've been gone. And that right there is my list, my five cents on the topic. Who would you like to hear from next, Kiara? Uh... Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Well, Logical Genius was closer to 13. Yeah, yeah. All right, I can go next. All right, Kira. that that was an interesting list story that so-so you- <laughs> List story. Uh, yeah. So I, here's my logic. I, I always approach this list making because we're talking about top five, right? It's my five cents, but it's top five all time that represents the entire human race. Now, Juve went over the stages of a breakup, the very stages of a breakup. My concept was the different type of breakups. So at number five, I'm calling this a, it's cool. But you know what? I'm over you. I'm better without you anyway. And I also have Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. I can breathe for the first time. Like, oh, what a relief that you're out of my life. It's I'm not that hurt over it. I'm good. Absolutely. Let's move on. So that's number five for me. At number four, I call this the quintessential, excuse me, the quintessential rage song. Like, oh, how dare you leave me? How dare you break up with me? I have at number four, you ought to know by Alanis Morissette. I mean, it, it's the, the the escalation of that song, right? Starts off slow, at slow, like okay, yeah, I'm I'm cool. You could tell the attitude, like she was being, 
you know, sarcastic with it and, and, and whatever. And then she just blows up in that song. So everyone knows this song. Everyone can relate to this song because everyone's probably had that type of breakup. Um, so the quintessential rage song of like, oh, screw you. You want to leave me? Screw you. At number three, I have a song where I call this the I Miss You So Much It Hurts song. I have a song called, it's been covered multiple times, Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. Ain't no sunshine when you're gone. Only darkness. Like, like that, it just hurts. Like the emotion in that song for a song that, was, that came out in the 1970s, it's been covered so many times, it's still relevant now. It, it's just a powerful, powerful song where a relationship ended, whether you wanted to or not, and you just couldn't let go of that person. It just hurts so much without that person. Everyone's been through that as well. At number two, I have the, you know what? This, this relationship isn't, isn't good for us. It's, it's just not going to work. It, it, it can't happen. And I also have I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. You've mentioned it. Please don't cry. We know I'm not what you need. It, no, it, it's please don't cry. <laughs> you, you, it, 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 it can't work out. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Everyone's had that type of relationship, that type of breakup. And at number one, Kira, I'm going to go with I don't mean to hurt you, baby. So this song, this album by this artist was is one of my favorite, favorite R&B albums of all time. Front to back. First song to last song, I enjoy. I loved every single song, and I every now and then I'll put it on there and just get flashbacks of heartbreaks. But this song is the, this song is the. I love her, but I need to end this because I don't want to hurt her. Song, right? Everyone's been in that relationship where you're like, I really love this person, but I know I'm gonna hurt her if I stay with her. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be the good person and end it. So it's where I want to be by Donnell Jones and Kiara. That is my five cents. That was a good list. Thank you. Thank you. HLS, you're up. Interesting list, fellas. Interesting list. <laughs> Low, lower the mic volume, Kara. Lower the mic volume. Uh, so, no, no, no. Here's, for him. Nah, uh, logically, <laughs> you don't want to hear him singing. <laughs> you don't want to hear him singing. No, it, it's, not, it's not going to be singing, Kara. It's not even singing. It's listen, spoken word. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> So you have a you have a cat, right? It's gonna, it's gonna sound like <laughs> yeah. cat. That's that's what it is. Yikes. Oh, when she's in so, heat, Lordy yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 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 it's just gonna sound like a cat in heat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a perfect Lord. description of this. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So my my list has except for one of them, except for one of them has has a common theme. And I think the, the theme is is pain. The theme is hurt. And I think we've all been in a place where, where we've sung these songs, where we felt this hurt, where we felt this pain. So number five, you know, a lot of times people think like, like breakup songs are like, you know, ballads and, and all this passion. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes you got to get the frustration out, right? There's a song by a band from New Jersey. It goes, it goes by this. Shot through the heart and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. 
I played my part and you played your game. You've get love a bad name. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's at number five. They they rock that song out. You go to like O'Flanagan's pub. You go oh, o- not o- not o- O'Shaughnessy's <laughs> pub and there, there's somebody singing that song at open mic night at karaoke. The whole bar is singing that song. Everybody knows that. Oh, to the Irish people, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Irish at number listeners. four, at number four, huge, huge song. Uh, a lot of people compare this guy to Michael Jackson. Uh, goes by the name of, of of Usher. Usher. And Usher had a song a couple years ago. It's called Burn. It's going to hurt for me to say this, but it's coming from my heart. It's been a long time coming, but we've been fell apart. I really want to work these out, but I don't think you're going to change. I do, but you don't. I think it best we go our separate ways. I'm just tired of this bitch. Tired. Yikes. Tired. Number three. So ironically, Soso Juve indirectly kind of put me onto this guy. He mentioned the song by him a couple episodes ago. And I'm like, let me tune into this guy. And he has this one song and he's like, yo. I'm done. I'm done. He goes by the name of Sans. Goes by the name of Sam Smith. Sam Smith has a song. Says two good at goodbyes. You must think I'm stupid. You must think I'm a fool. You must think I'm new to this. But I've seen all this before. I'm never gonna let you get close to me, even though you mean the most to me. Because every time I open up, it hurts. So I'm never gonna get close to you. Because even when I mean the most to you. In case you go and leave me in the dirt. But every time you turn and hurt me, the less that I cry. Every time you leave me, the quicker these tears dry. And every time you walk out, the less I love you. Baby, we don't stand a chance. It's sad, but it's true. Spoken Too good of goodbyes. With the gong. With the gong at. Let me let me gong oh, over my <laughs> and number two, I, I'm surprised these guys don't have this on this list. I mean, there's been it was written by a man. I don't know if everybody knows this. The song was written by a man. He said it was inspired by one of his aunts, and he gave the song to a woman who goes by the name of Beyonce. Irreplaceable. Oh. Written by Neo. Everything you own is in the box to the left. In the closet, that's my stuff. Yes, if I bought it, please don't touch. You can keep talking that mess, that's fine. But could you walk and talk at the same time? And that's my name on that jag. So remove your bags. Let me call you a cab. Number two, Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Everyone sung that song. Every woman sung the song at least once in their life. That's a fact. And at number one, I have the ultimate, the ultimate breakup song. And these guys said the artist before, but not this song. She kind of tweaked the lyrics after her ultimate breakup, which is her divorce. The artist is by Kelly Clarkson. And the song is A, B, C, D, E, F, U. She says, fuck you and your dad and the fact that you got half and my broke in heart that turned this shit into art. Fuck you and your friends that'll never see again. Everybody but your dog, he could all fuck off. If that's not the ultimate breakup song, I don't know what is. 
And that, Kira, is my five cents of the ultimate breakup songs. Okay. Oof. Oh, boy, Kira. So as we say, oh, we God. got your universe where <sighs> you now have to kind of make the decision. So we can't wait to hear what you decide on next week. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in. Join the conversation. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>